Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. This episode of iPad Pros is sponsored by Agenda. Learn more at www.agenda.com. What, what I would love, what they should do is you should be able to go to the iPhone purchasing page. They should just have a color picker and you pick whatever color at whatever hue, brightness, saturation you want. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. We're joined today once again by Matt Birchler of A Better Computer, and you can find that along with his other work at www.birchtree.me. In this episode, we'll be diving into all of the things announced at Apple's September 2023 event, dubbed by Apple, Wonderlust. If you want to support this podcast, the best thing to do is go out and download Agenda, who is sponsoring this episode of Epic Pros. I'll be sharing a bit later in this episode how I use Agenda to collaborate with guests on the podcast. But for now, head on over to Agenda.com to learn more and get started with this awesome app that I've used for years at this point to produce the podcast. Another way to support the podcast and get early access to both iPad Pros and Vision Pros is by supporting the Patreon at www.patreon.com slash iPad Pros or by subscribing in Apple Podcasts. My great thanks to everyone that supports the show there. And finally, as a reminder, I now do a podcast all about the Apple Vision Pro, which you can find at visionpros.fm and on all of the various podcast platforms. The September episode is now out with a discussion about Vision OS with the CEO of the Omni Group, Ken Case. So go out and listen to that if you haven't had a chance to yet. And I can't wait to see what Ken and the team at the Omni Group come up with for Vision OS next year. With that, here's my discussion with Matt all about the Wonderlust event. Welcome back to the podcast, Matt. Hey, welcome, or happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to welcome you to your own podcast, but it's well, thank you. I'm yeah. very, very happy it's to very, be here. great to be back. Um, <laughs> and uh, we are joined today, as we often do, to discuss the latest Apple keynote event uh, video, I guess we can call them now. Uh, presentations. Presentations, yeah. yeah. There you go. And this is the Wonder of Lust event, as Apple called it. So. <laughs> yes. Which do, do we know exactly what they meant by that yet? I'm not is quite just, sure. Uh, just vibes? Uh, you wondered by these things that you lust after. Okay. Okay. Sure, right? That, that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. And they made a very clear opening. This is all about Apple Watch and the iPhone. Don't get excited for anything else remotely. Ah coming because it's not happening <laughs> yes yeah they did yeah they did some like uh old school updates almost yeah like, it Mac. wasn't quite like a retail update right but it was like no retail update they didn't have any charts or anything but uh they told us you know remember those macs that came out we have the mac studio mac pro and 15 inch <laughs> macbook air they're great go buy them um, yep and remember that vision pro we announced that's coming in a few months yeah developers still, love still on track uh michael Michael um, Flexibits, I think, was was on there. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, it was good to hear Tim say, early next year. We are on track for early next year. Uh, you know, with the App Store coming in the fall for developers, I really think we could be looking at January through March timeframe for this thing, is my, my guess. Yeah, I, it sounds like they probably want to get it out as soon as possible. January is maybe a little too early, but maybe. They might announce February, March. January for shipping in a month or two. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wonder what the earliest in the year Apple's ever released a new product is. Like the Apple Watch was April. Yeah. Uh, we were all summer. thinking April. I think that was like, June. Like iPad was April as well. So when they said early, okay, it's like, yep. oh, it's going to be April, isn't it? But maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and then they had a heart. Oh, to open it, they had this very heartfelt thing of Apple saving lives with SOS and crash detection and the Apple Watch. The last one hit me the hardest with the baby and the, the mother with the early delivery and stuff. That was like, oh, <laughs> Apple's pulling those heartstrings with real life stories. Yeah, they... Uh... I, w- I wish I'd been counting the years. They've been doing this for a long time now. Every time there's a, uh, here's why, here's how Apple's going to save your life or how we have saved your life already. Yeah. And I love that they're adding to the SOS G- uh, satellite thing, the roadside assistance ability, which is huge. This is like, I'm probably not, I could when I'm on a hike need, you know, airlifted out. But I think most people, this will be the more useful thing. Call AAA when you're out of cell phone range. This is an obvious. And yeah. I think I'm a, pretty sure we're triple members, and it looked like it's included with our membership if you use this. And it's free for up to two years after purchase, so we'll know next year what these original iPhone 14 people have to look forward to. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, well... <laughs> I mean, it is, it's definitely a more mainstream thing, right? Like you're going to be driving down like an old country road or like yeah. through just across the country. I just, uh, I, I drove my, for like 10 hours this weekend. So my father-in-law I, lives in a town where I get no cell phone service whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So if I yeah. go there, which is like 90 minutes away, mm-hmm. I don't have cell phone service in that town. <laughs> yeah. But that's I think that's definitely a more resonant thing with more people. I think that uh, you know how you go into the forest with no cell coverage and mm-hmm. no idea if you're going to survive. That's a little more niche, maybe. Yes. <laughs> so a little more down to earth. Uh, this this park. Yeah, and very very smart uh, using AAA. That's like that seems like the only one in the states. If you're in the states, that's what you get, right? I mean, <laughs> I've never heard of any other one, honestly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how you hook up your membership with the, maybe there's probably some setting in the iPhone where you hook that information into it. Cause yeah. Right. It seems like otherwise you have to deal with it after the fact, which seems messy. Yeah. And was that exclusive to new devices or is that just part of the SOS? So I think it's just part 14... of the SOS and yeah. So if you have SOS, it'll work. And nice. work. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, Apple Watch is where they started the show. And we have a Series 9. And the big thing is the S9 chip. 60% more CPU cores, I think is what they said. 30% faster GPU for all your gaming on the watch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And a 2x faster neural engine. So you can do on-device Siri and dictation, which I thought it already did. I guess not. Um, I swear they've been saying that for years right. and years. I could have sworn the watch already did this. Maybe it was just the iPhone, but like Maybe. I swear, it's one of those yeah. things they say every year, and I'm like, didn't it already <laughs> do that? <laughs> could have sworn this was already a thing. Uh, they didn't do any battery improvements. Uh, a same 18 hour battery, so this is all about performance and new abilities like this. Um, and dictation is 25 times faster as well because it's on device and whatnot. Um, new abilities like you can now double tap um, to do stuff, which but was again, an accessibility feature. And on, it still is. It still is. <laughs> it's 
this is more baked in and streamlined and probably more accurate is why it's probably yeah so i'm i'm really curious i'm installing the watch os release candidate right now yeah and i want to try this out because you're wondering the way it works the on same <laughs> i'm wondering if it's the same so i don't have the new watches obviously right. but i can like the, the double pinch like it works on my like regular ultra that yeah. i already have and you can tell it to do like these like 20 different things but none of them are like tap the main button which is the thing they talked about or open so i'm uh, wondering control center thing. yeah which seems really yeah, so cool i'm wondering if that'll yeah. be possible right accessibility maybe they added features that. Or maybe Hopefully. it's hidden away just for that watch. Um, yeah, but we will, we will find out. Cool, um, like oh, uh, you know, being able to scroll through widgets and all that stuff. Yeah, I did think it was it was kind of interesting. Like to me, this was the uh, the nose feature. Like <laughs> they showed a bunch of situations, and I was like, my nose would do that today. I would tap the exactly. thing with my. I can't use my other hand. Okay, tap my nose. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. It's definitely it's definitely a a kind of useful thing. I think it kind of I guess reminds me of uh, the M2 iPad Pros where they added the pencil hover feature. Yes. Where it's like, okay, that is nice. It's not solving a huge problem, but it is a nice quality of life thing. Totally. So, not if a reason to buy it necessarily, but right. a nice little. If your thing. watch screen is wet, it'll be easier to interact with it in that way. Um, That's true. That's true. Yeah. Wonder if it works underwater. I would imagine not. Maybe <laughs> the demo of that. I don't even know. They did a rock climb. My, my muscles, blood, whatever they're tracking is still <laughs> right. doing the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, the screen on the Series 9 is now up to 2,000 nits, which is the same as the Apple Watch Ultra version 1, and goes down to just one nit. I love this range. It's great. Um, and uh, I, you know, this is the one thing I always will always encourage me to get a new watch. I'm not getting this one. But the brighter the screen, that's the one complaint I always have because I'm outside. Even, you know, it just, it just never be bright enough. Just have this thing be 10,000 nits. Be, <laughs> just one as bright as the sun. And uh, they're working towards it. <laughs> um, the Apple Watch Ultra 2 that we'll talk in a bit upped it to 3,000 nits. So they're taking advantage of this same chip plus the better hardware of the Ultra to make this even brighter. So... Um, that makes it the ultra, the the one to get uh, still uh, with the brighter screen, brighter screen. Um, but um, has a new uh, pink aluminum, and then the other colors are mostly the same. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, the pink looked nice. They showed a lot of pink things today. Uh, the I think the iPhone was pink. The one on if you go to the iPhone, yeah. the iPhone 15 page on Apple's website, the pink one is the one they're highlighting. Yep. Yeah, pick, pick's a nice color. I mean, not, not not my cup of tea. I was especially angry when the uh, Apple Watch uh, like Series 3 or whatever came out and it was like a pink gold and they removed the uh, the bronze gold. It's like, then a year later they came out with the stainless steel gold. It's like, okay, I got to get that now. I mean, that's the gold I want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this seems like a modest update as it was basically as rumored the only thing we didn't really know is the brighter screen and this tapping thing and um yeah that's about it right <laughs> yeah I, the series 9 and the ultra 2 they're fine updates is my impression uh 
certainly the not chip will last another five years for him or whatever it is yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's, it's yeah it's one of those things that if you bought a watch last year it's not slow but no. people keep these for more than a year more than two years like it's probably like three or four years people go i mean i, kn- I know someone who just upgraded from the series uh two yeah i have a friend that has a series so, three and at some point he's gonna update and that'll be a huge update um yeah it's always a good time so to update when there is a time. new chip so if you have an old very old watch you know, having a new chip will ensure it's going to have the maximum shelf life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't get, like, a buyer's remorse because, again, the next year's watch is probably not going to be a huge upgrade. It's just 10% better every time, and it adds Except up. Except when they the come years. out with the Apple Watch X, <laughs> the total redesign with the micro LED whatever. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. We'll, we'll be here next year to talk about it, I hope. Yeah, who knows when that's hitting. Um uh, next, they, uh, you know, in between segments, they had this environmental uh, comedy sketch that you'd find in SNL um, with Tim Cook psyching himself up. This is, mm-hmm. I thought this was very funny um, in a perfect <laughs> way to kind of do this in a fun, non um, patronizing way, uh, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, easily the most controversial part of the event, I think, based on my <laughs> Mastodon feed. Yeah, some people loved it. Some people hated it. Some people really hated it. <laughs> did I this, thought it was kind of fun. Did and, this actress yeah. who played Mother Nature play Mother Nature to anything else? I'm trying to think, like if she was in, like in some like TV show as Mother Nature, or like I don't know, was she a Horizon actress from <laughs> as like one of the god goddesses or something? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I know she's an actress that was in uh, the podcast uh, miniseries or show on Apple TV Plus. Yeah, was that a truth be told? Yeah. But during the segment, you know, they were going through the, the, the list of things plastic getting gong, recycled aluminum. I love the iPod shuffle joke. That was just, that just hit perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. I would have loved if they like announced an iPod shuffle in this sketch as like a thing, an Apple Music shuffle that just shuffles music from your Apple Music library. It'd be great. That would be kind of fun, just as like a novelty product, right? right? Yeah. Like they shouldn't make it. They shouldn't, but it'd be a but fun stocking stuffer. You it know, would be back fun. When you, <laughs> yeah. You, could, you used to have Apple products that could be stocking stuffers, or they're not super expensive, like a, a shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can even configure it like on your iPhone. So like this shuffle is set to this playlist. Like you imagine you have like five shuffles. You could like have them engraved and you could have a little app like you have for the Apple Watch and have different like settings for what's what's going on them. Uh, you know, it's gonna be a thing, Apple. Let's, let's bring it back. <laughs> um it was interesting. Recycled materials in everything, like batteries. I didn't know you could put it recycled, I guess you could in cobalt and batteries, which is I guess 100% cobalt recycled in the, the phone this year. And um, and they're going to match. This is So when you charge Apple Watch Series 9 or later, they're going to match that very little bit of power that you take in some kind of project to like generate, I don't know, some kind of offset thing to make this carbon neutral. I don't know. Seemed interesting. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a lot to take in. So that means they're it tracking how good, much power we're using, but, I guess, on the watches. Which, which, yeah, I guess that's the... <laughs> which is fine. That's the, uh, but, yeah, pessimistic take. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, like, who's this guy, Tim, who's, like, killing his watch by lunchtime and fast charging it up to 
<laughs> it sounds like a great uh, user to do an interview with to understand <laughs> right yeah <laughs> how they're using their product yes uh, and they're gonna ship more stuff on the water they're gonna be new carbon neutral boxes on products that are carbon neutral and the apple watches are the first ones to do that um yeah and their listings on the website are pretty prominently showing when you've got like an Apple Watch configuration yeah, that's carbon neutral, okay. it shows it pretty clearly there, um, which is nice. Yeah, that's cool. And then five, fine woven is the new material that's been rumored. Um, <laughs> looks very nice. I want to feel this thing to see what it's like. Um, and then Hermes is not dead, but they have new bands and a new face to complement this. Just one new face, I think, for Hermes. Uh the Nike face looked really cool. That little globe icon face, which comes to all watches now. Uh, I'm looking forward to using that thing. That looks yes. very nice. And their yeah, bands I really like great. that. Uh, the flakes and stuff. Yeah, those look cool. Um, I'm kind of looking through the new new watch bands now, and it doesn't seem as disruptive as I was. We were kind of wondering if it would be like because there were all these rumors of they're getting rid of all the leather bands and they're getting the rid link of... bracelet is. You can't yeah. buy one, can you, Matt? The stainless steel link bracelet. They're just kind of phasing that out without telling anyone. Um, I it don't know if they're phasing them out. I can get one delivered in a couple days. Locally? From a store? Uh, either option, it looks like. Oh. The black one, at least. Interesting. That is, that is that, That's so curious, because like yesterday, <laughs> you could not buy <laughs> the link bracelet, um, the black one. I think the silver one okay. was still available. Let's gotcha. Actually, yeah, now, for me at least, they're all available for, uh, September 22nd. So was that the day the new phones come out? Yeah. So it looks like they're all available the day the new watches ship. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, that's different. Um, yeah, that is new. Um, cool. That's funny. Excellent. Like, I, I wonder if that's coincidence or like... <laughs> they had a supply hiccup right before this <laughs> event. That's just, that's, that's, yeah, that's funny to me. Um, but yeah, the new bands look good. The new uh, Ultra, still just the three styles for the Ultra and still just three color colors. options for each. I would love. And they're if, fine. I think it'd be funny if the Nike bands somehow had one of the bands made out of old shoes as a recycled material. That's <laughs> just the old I shoes. Had. Yeah. That would be good. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Truly. Right? Yeah, there's rubber and stuff in there. I don't know. Yeah, like an Air Jordan right, variant. Right, Air Jordan with band, like, yeah. You could definitely sell that for 50 bucks more. <laughs> right. I'm curious how the um, new material for the woven, the stretchy solo loops, uh, the yarn ones feel. That's uh, a new formulation, it sounds like. So I'm curious on that. Yeah, those are always like my comfort bands. Like they, they're just really nice. Yeah, that's um, what I sleep in. It's like kind of casual band if I just want to like, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I've tried the rubber sole loops and I've had a bunch of those break. The yarn ones, they just get looser, which I'm, you know, that's it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the solo woven ones. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah those yeah. I really like. Um, yeah, I love those for the first like two months and then they stretch out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm fine with them stretched out for like sleep tracking and just like, you know, casual day with them. No, mm-hmm. yeah. I do can, like, yeah, and those dry really quickly if you're showering with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you can also, if you need to shrink them up, run them through the laundry and oh, dry them up. That's a good idea. Will, uh, I've not thought about they'll that. They'll look nicer and they'll they'll shrink up a little bit. Yeah, my dad, um, he, his, he lives in Arizona and um, he had a, he didn't realize how dirty his band was and he showered with it on and it cleaned itself off. It's like, oh, that, that, that worked. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, right. Um, and then they announced uh, with the Series Nine advanced cycle tracking, probably probably part of this chip. I have no idea what's changed there, so that's hitting the new Apple Watches and HomePod oh, integration, hmm. which in the past Apple Watch frustratingly could not talk to the HomePod in any way. I couldn't like start. I couldn't listen to something with my AirPods on the watch directly or Outcast on the watch and send it to the HomePod. Sounds like now you will, hopefully. Yeah, I hope that is well implemented. I don't know if you how much you do with the um, iPhone version of it, but like I always find it's a little frustrating. We have it <laughs> like, turned off on the HomePod that supports okay. it because it sits on a desk and it's, it's next to a stand. So like you put your phone down the <laughs> stand and instantly like take <laughs> it over, which we don't want. Yep. So we turned it off. <laughs> Um, yeah, and the Ultra 2, there is no black finish. <laughs> uh, no. Rumor, uh, is wrong. Um, the night mode is now <laughs> ambient light activated, so as it gets darker, it'll just honestly turn on, which seems nice. Uh, before you had to turn something? You used to? I actually noticed this literally yesterday. The current Ultra also does this with that Wayfinder face. Okay, this is changing the betas. That recently happened. It does, yeah. So whatever beta was out as of like last week, if it's dark enough, the whole wayfinder face turns red I and then that. it comes back. That's like one of the features I would love to have on the regular watches. I know it's not a... It would be... Yeah. Yeah, but it's nicer at night. Come on. Yeah. It is. I wish more watch faces uh, implemented it You'll as well. now double the watch faces that support that. Because <laughs> uh, hopefully you'll get this module ultra watch face as well. Which does that face look more appealing to how you use your watch? Yeah, I think just uh, it uses all of the I don't know what they're called, but those like the big circular yeah uh, complications, which is my favorite style. Whereas the Wayfinder uses those kind of corner ones mm-hmm. that are a little harder to read. Um, so I yeah. just like as as many uh, circular complications as i can and sound like this face like wraps around the edges more or something like that i'm not quite sure yeah we'll see, so, we'll see. It, <laughs> sometimes they're like uh this is new and exclusive and only a possible year and it's like well <laughs> yeah is i mean the series seven has that like curve does the ultra doesn't curve around it's just like right flat? ultra does not curve no yeah so so you guys get we the will contour see. face that works in the ultra, even though there's no curve around. It does. The side. Yep. Yeah. Not quite as it's as very as magical version but... of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen. Listen. I'm an ultra wearer, but I will I will go to bat for the curved edges on the normal Apple Watch. <laughs> I think they're so much nicer in every single <laughs> right. way. I but the battery life on this thing. Yeah, is Yeah, I have great. to charge anyway. mine at lunchtime. Um, I would love an ultra. Uh, then um, flashlight boost. I don't know if that's new or just a feature of the ultra. That was kind of in the black. The ending slide there. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty rad. Like using this thing as a flashlight, especially now goes if you 3, are taking thousand nits in the flashlight. Three thousand nits is is nuts. Like two thousand. <laughs> like if you look at your watch while it's doing the flashlight and like at full blast, it is painful. So yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine what three thousand nits is going to be right? like. 
Um, I saw this uh, this thing Merlin Man shared on uh, Mastodon. I've noticed you can t- you can uh, do water temp like use the Apple Watch Ultra as like a bathtub uh, thermometer. You can put it in temperature Burns. gathering mode. Take it off your wrist. It keeps the screen active while in this mode and shows you the temperature and stuff while underwater. Huh. It's kind of cool. So play around with That's that. That could be a fun video for you, Matt, uh, one day. Just I'm going to be, I'll be grilling tonight. I could maybe wrap it around uh, chicken breast <laughs> there and you see. Go. Uh... <laughs> you know, hot, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I know it senses temperature. I wasn't sure if the water, <laughs> is water and air, does it do air as well or just water temperature gathering? I don't know. They've been very cagey with the temperature stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like how accurate it is. Right. Not totally sure. And then the SE still available. <laughs> Um, same price point, two forty nine, uh, three ninety nine, or seven ninety nine for the Ultra. September twenty second for these, and you can order them today. And you are not updating for any of these small little tweaks. Yeah, we should probably mention uh, kind of our upgrade plan. So I'm an Apple Watch Ultra user um, for reasons that are mostly battery related. Yeah, this <laughs> and, was a surprise uh, me last year because last year I thought you told me that you weren't getting one. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I lied to you on the podcast. <laughs> Unintentionally. I thought it looked huge and ridiculous and no one would want it. And then I saw some pictures of it. And I was like, that's not that ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. And uh, so, yeah, Ultra Watch, we're very happy with it. I do not plan on upgrading. Okay. These seem, if it's your time to upgrade, they seem like nice upgrades, but definitely not a year-over-year yeah. upgrade. It's good they're updating the Ultra, it seems, on a yearly cadence. I like the naming yeah. Ultra 2. That seems like a very, mm-hmm. you know... It's not series, which is more formal, but the just Ultra 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, last year we were definitely worried, like, is this a kind of a one-off? Is it going to be one of those, like, I think it's every couple so years well, they update it? Really, I, I think it sold great. Um, I think it sold better than they expected. Like, they marketed it last year as, like, this is for hardcore, like, people, and yeah. it's just for everybody. It's fine. <laughs> Same with the pro phones. Like, most people aren't professionals using their phones to shoot. That's true. For That's true. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, anything else on the watch uh, worth noting? No. Um, yeah, they were the f- fine updates. I'm really hoping those watch faces come to all the uh, existing models. But, yeah. yeah. Um, you'll find out later today when you're able to update the GM, <laughs> I'd imagine. Exactly. Which, those are out now if you are in the developer program. This episode is sponsored by Agenda, which recently rolled out version 18. In this quick break, I want to share a little bit about how I use the collaboration feature in Agenda to create this podcast. For those that want a really deep dive into Agenda, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to episode 168 of iPapros, where I spoke with Alex, the co-founder of Agenda. So on to collaboration in Agenda. If you use Google Docs on your iPad, you know the experience isn't great, whether you use their native app or even in Safari. Agenda, on the other hand, is an incredible native app for iPhone, iPad, and the Mac. With version 16 of Agenda, they rolled out a very thought-out and rock-solid collaboration feature that lets you collaborate with any Agenda note using all the tools you have in Agenda to create a rich note filled with images, Apple Pencil sketches, tables, and much more. This has been my go-to way to work with guests since the feature was introduced about 10 months ago. To collaborate on a note, you simply hit the little collaboration icon in the top right of the note next to the calendar icon. From there, you can invite anyone with a URL, or for those you've already collaborated with, you can pick them from a list of previous people you've worked with. 
If you use Agenda for both personal and work use, you can even set up different names to, say, share an Agenda note with the name Dad if you're collaborating with your children on a note, and then you can use your professional name for work collaborations. When you open an Agenda link, your web browser will show a very clear and straightforward process to get started with Agenda if you've never used the app before, and it will let you choose where in your Agenda library you want to store that note. Those you are sharing with can do full collaborations without spending a single penny and do all of this from the free version of Agenda on iPad, iPhone, or the Mac. If you decide to stop sharing that note, you will keep a local copy of the latest version of that note, as will the people you've shared with. Data for the shared notes are encrypted before upload and when stored in the cloud. Agenda collaboration has become my new go-to way to work with guests for the podcast and is a tool I can't imagine doing without for this show. If you haven't tried Agenda's collaboration, I'd really encourage you to give it a try. Collaboration is one of the many incredible premium features that the Agenda team continues to roll out, but as with all Agenda premium features, you just have to pay once, and you'll keep all the premium features offered when your year is up on that subscription. Or you can now opt for the new Lifetime Unlock, which will unlock the full power of Agenda on all your Apple devices with a single one-time purchase. To learn more, go to Agenda.com. Download Agenda 18 today for free from the App Store. And my thanks again to Agenda for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. Learn more at www.agenda.com. Uh, iPhone, uh, that is next up. And uh, we got the 15, which uh, just overall, just... I'm impressed how much of the 14 Pro features made it to this year's phone. It's got Dynamic Island, a 48-megapixel camera that in some ways does more than mine because it can capture in 48 Heath. And, um, you know, 2,000-nit brightness, which I think is outside, which I think is what my phone does. It does mm-hmm. not have always-on so. display or promotion. But outside of that, it's mostly the same as the old Pro phones, right? Yeah, that was that was pretty much my takeaway is unless promotion and always on are things that you really want, um, this is a really good upgrade. This is most of the things that made the pro phone a pro phone. Um, and yeah, like you said, with the 48 megapixel captures, you can do that on the 14 Pro, but you have to do it as a raw file. And then it's a little inconvenient to convert that to a JPEG or a, uh, a HEF image that you can share actually somewhere. Yeah. So that's a it's a nice uh, quality of life thing. So I think these look pretty good. I wonder what the capture time will be. Forty eight heat. It's got to be faster than the Pro Raw. I hope so. Pro Raw is pretty slow, and then there's some third party apps like Obscura mm-hmm. lets you take forty eight megapixel JPEGs, but it's like you hit the shutter and then you wait like two or three seconds. So yeah. it's it's definitely not the experience you would want from the official app, but. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see how well those well those capture because that's great. Forty eight megapixels in the right circumstance, especially like on a bright sunny day, it's awesome. Some gorgeous stuff I've gotten with mine. It's kind of mind blowing. Um, yeah, outside yeah. <laughs> some great stuff. Um, Dyna- um, they were big on the color infused glass. First ever, they're infusing the color all the way through where they can control the saturation and with that great power. They make the most pastel colors ever in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Now, I think the colors look great. They look very <laughs> nice, nice Easter colors, but I want like a deep, dark product red out of this mm-hmm. technology. Yeah, I mean, they should... What What I would love, what they should do is you should be able to go to the iPhone purchasing page. They should just have a color picker and you pick whatever <laughs> color, at whatever hue, want, yeah. brightness, saturation you want. Absolutely. <laughs> They're going to not be able to make nearly as many of them. <laughs> But, but everyone will be much more happy. Yes. That'd be great. But yeah, I think they look good. I think if you're looking for the blue one, I think the blue one is the only one that's kind of like, is that actually even blue? <laughs> but the other one's like, I, I, I dig myself. Yeah. And then um, rounded edges. This is uh, a matte feature. Yes. So thank, we'll be more comfortable. Because the only non-rounded edge phone of this design that is comfortable are the minis, which Apple mercilessly killed the 13 regular is still around but the 13 mini is nowhere to be seen they should have killed the 13 left the 13 mini alone <laughs> just get a 14 if you want a phone that size anyways mm-hmm. and and really the 13 and the 14 are the exact same phone anyway they so really just... are they really are <laughs> so yeah bad bad, bad decision making apple yeah it's a it's a bummer i i did pick up a 13 mini uh over the summer on a on a good deal so i'm happy to have it even though it's it's not the phone for me (laughs) yeah but i can see why people love it it's it's nice it's cute it's easy to hold if i could have two phones i would have this phone like if if if, if phone companies were able to do the apple watch thing of having multiple phones active um Mm. whereas like this let me switch over to this one now i would totally have a 13 mini as like my secondary phone (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah, I actually I bought the uh, 13 mini to have a second phone to install the betas on. So I don't okay. have to use my main phone. Yeah. Reader, two days afterwards, I installed the beta on my main phone as well. I, it, right. I made it zero, basically zero time. <laughs> now, there's this new, is this new 24 megapixel. They're taking the 48 megapixel camera and using it to create a 24 megapixel image. I could have sworn last year they were using the technology to make some kind of 12 or is this the same? Yeah. So, okay. So this, this caught my eye. I think this was for the pros only. This was also Um, seen on a screen. I thought with the regular, uh, 15, I might be wrong. um, Might be wrong. Used for 24. Oh, maybe. No, you might be right. Okay. So, with the understanding we were recording this immediately after, yes. the news is fresh. <laughs> it second. looks like it might be both of them. So it looks like, definitely for the pro, maybe for the normal one, when you just open the camera app and take a photo with the main lens, it'll be a 24 megapixel photo. Whereas it's been 12 megapixels for years. Last year on the pros where it was the 48 megapixel, they would... Um, bring it down to 12 megapixels. It was 12 last year. So this is, they're actually using it was 12 for year. something. Yeah. Yes. That's so, that, that's so frustrating that they don't do software updates for the camera. Cause like, this is something like it, that should be in the 14 pro. Like, yeah. 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 I wonder, I wonder how they're doing it, but yeah, I mean, the upgrade is awesome. Like 12 megapixels is totally fine. Um, but a lot of like, uh, once you hit 20 megapixels, I think that's a really great uh, size to get like really crazy amounts of detail. Um, and so that's what like my Canon camera shoots at 20 yeah. megapixels. And like, I definitely notice the difference um, in some situations. And so it's great to have that on the phone just by default. Yeah. I mean, I think this is awesome. Like this is, this is what 
the upgrade should have been last year as far as like how it's using that sensor. Have the 40 mm-hmm. as an option. And if not, it's going to look drastically better at 24, I think, than, yeah, just being at 12. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was going to say maybe it's processing, but it does look like Same the normal. Chip. Yeah. The A16 can do it as well. So, yeah. Who knows? Um, and, lo- and like last year, the non, the, the, like last year, the, it's getting a 2X mode on the non pro phone. Yes. Which is which, awesome. I so, use that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. The 2X is often better than the 3X on the 14 Pro. Yeah, it is. <laughs> in my experience. Yeah, because it's a better um, sensor and it's so, yeah. a perfect distance for a lot of the stuff. Yeah, and they never quite say exactly, but it lo- it sounded to me like the sensor in the 15 is the same sensor that was in the 14 Pro That's what it sounds year. like. Yeah, and then the 15 Pro is using a second generation. Yeah. A 40 megapixel. Um, and then this is very exciting. Portrait mode is something that is on my phone but I rarely go into it and sets me kind of like cinematic video where it, not even that, uh, just any photo you capture will capture depth data and you'll be able to, after the fact, choose if you want that to be portrait mode and you can change who's selected as the person you want to focus on or animal. And this is awesome. This is what it should have been. Cause <laughs> you know, you know, often you'll like frame a perfect portrait mode photo, but a lot of times you just want to take a quick shot. You don't have time for all that. And this is just, it's perfect. Yeah, I, this is uh this was the dream of the Lytro camera. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that little do, thing. Yeah, where you, it would capture these really low quality images, apparently, but after the fact, you could bring it in and change the focus wherever you wanted. And now we can just do it in software. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Um, and then 4K cinematic mode. I think that was on 14 Pros last year. I think so. Yep, 4K yeah. 60. ProRes is new for the pros this year, though. Okay. Which, if you want to wreck your storage, that's a, a great way to do it. <laughs> there you go. And we're getting the U2 chip in the Apple Watch. Uh, we didn't mention that, as well as uh, the new phones. Um, I'm not sure if they're calling it the U2 chip, but I'm going to call it that. Uh, it's three times, <laughs> yeah. three times the range. And you can use your Apple Watch to find your iPhone as well, kind of like an AirTag. Which I, the beeping mm. just works for me. I don't need the little. But I guess yeah, I don't know. I guess if it's true, yeah, something. And then you can use it to find your friends and find my. Which I don't know how far three x the range is. How uh, seems much much better. But I'm curious what that range will be and how useful that'll be. Yeah, I'm curious because I feel like with at least doing it with my phone, I can be like thirty feet away and still get like a exact measurement for how yeah. far away I am. So three x would be pretty far <laughs> yeah so that could be could be helpful it's also in a busy area and then um usbc they announced you know it isn't it great to have a single cable to charge your your um your mac your mm-hmm. ipad your nintendo switch it is. it's great <laughs> i did not mention the switch but yeah it's great so now it's on iphone Yes. And I'm guessing, is this on the spec sheet, Matt? Uh, is this USB 2 speeds? I'd imagine it is because they did not announce anything different. And they made a big uh, deal the- about USB 3 speeds with the pros with the chip. You know, that's a good thing to check. I did not see, but you're right. They did call it out for the pro and didn't say a word. And they mentioned it as part the of the chip design, which has to make me think there that this thing is still USB 2 speeds. It's- it's USB 2. Which, yep, which the spec sheet says USB 2. At all, based on how they pitched USB 3 bringing this yeah. breakthrough. 
which is fine. Like it is, it is honestly not a huge deal, no. right? Especially for the, it's the, really, the baseline phone, that's fine. Yeah. The real use case is for people who are doing like real big file moves <laughs> mm-hmm. and almost nobody does that anymore. You're not syncing your phone to your computer anymore. No, unless anymore, you're shooting right? live, you know, big videos and stuff. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And in those cases, yeah, you'll you'll get the Pro phone and be okay. Yeah. And they mentioned the AirPod Pro Gen 2 now has USB-C port on the case. You cannot buy this case at the time of recording standalone. Um, and you can charge with your iPhone the USB-C case of AirPods. Uh, I would imagine... If you have USB-C to lightning cable, you can actually do that with the original AirPods Pro case as well. I don't think you'd need a new case. You probably would. Yeah, yeah. I, bet, I bet you that so would I work. Can, yeah, I can charge uh, my iPhone through my iPad right now. So that's the thing. And uh, EarPods, EarPods, those things that Apple used to include <laughs> with your iPhone, now have the USB-C mm-hmm. uh, version, which is very neat. And MagSafe is unchanged. Uh, rumors of MagSafe 2, unfounded, same MagSafe. As best as we can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll upgrade it one day, but I mean, it's all like they before this USB-C like, announcement, they had a whole segment on wireless connectivity. Yeah. And here's all the great ways you can wirelessly do everything <laughs> on your phone. And oh, yeah, there's MagSafe that we've been training you for the yes. last four years to adopt and charge with that. And now we have USB-C. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious how big of an uproar this is going to be this time. Yeah, right. Because I think we don't really know. Like, we won't we know for a while, but it seems like it'll be less than when they went to Lightning it, is my It probably depends on the person as well. Um, some I know people in my life that don't use computers, really, or they use computers that are 10 years old or whatever. If mm-hmm. you're a user that uses a computer of any modernity, Windows included, it's USB-C already, um, yep. and you already use that stuff. Um, like a lot of, I, I mean, I think it'll be a, just a minority of people that that's their only device really that they use at this point. Yeah, and I think. Like at a logical level, you can only get so mad at Apple for adopting the industry standard. Like, <laughs> yeah, like if, if so, yeah, I guess my my kind of reasoning is uh, number one, when they switched to lightning, lightning was brand new and nothing else used it. So, you, right. N- zero people had that cable already. And back then it was expensive cable. And it was expensive. And the second reason I think people won't hopefully be as mad this time is that like, there were so many iPod speaker docs yes. out in the world that people were using that were suddenly completely worthless because the the connector was like soldered onto the device. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I you couldn't just. And now everything's wireless. You're going to use AirPlay or Bluetooth. If it is wired, it's probably a bring your own wire situation. That product, if it has a wire, surely has a USB C because it needs to work with Android. <laughs> so yeah, you'll be I'm able hoping. To get a, yeah, I have yeah. a sure microphone that bolts on to my iPhone through Lightning. That one mm-hmm. will be inelegant with an adapter. Um, the other thing I have is a Wide Things blood pressure monitor, which is Lightning, which I'd imagine I could get an adapter for. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait, no, I used I, wait. <laughs> I still have that original one, which is actually a 30 pin that I have a lightning adapter to. I got to test this. Man. I got to test. They can't, they can't the solve lightning, every issue. <laughs> 30 pin to lightning to USB-C. I wonder if, so the Apple selling a $29 USB-C to lightning adapter. 
I would love to test if my Withings 30-pin blood pressure monitor could adapt from 35th through lighting to USB-C. <laughs> okay. Okay. So our, our tasks after this are over <laughs> is for you to use an adapter and an adapter and an adapter to yeah. plug in um, your Withings thing. Yeah. And I need to strap my Apple Watch around a chicken breast. Absolutely. And see how hot it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, do have a, I do have the daisy change. Uh, chain of using a original 2001 iPod with modern Macs through like four different adapters going from FireWire to, <laughs> to all the different things. And that does work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm for my part, I'm super happy about it. Yeah. It's unified. The USB-C everywhere, everywhere except my freaking phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Everywhere. Um, except for AirPods Max and uh, Apple, I'd imagine at the next Mac event, we'll update the Mac accessories. I would hope. Yeah, that's the weirdo now. So the only new, like brand new lightning products they have. Um, AirPods the, Gen 3 or 2, whatever the standard AirPods are, and AirPods mm-hmm. Max. And AirPods the Max and their computer accessories. And some charging gear like the MagSafe Duo thing. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And the MagSafe um, just battery pack. Oh, that too. That battery pack as well. Yeah, you're right. What's your thing? Um MagSafe, do you think it's taken off with normies or is it just a geek thing? I think it has. Um, I have no numbers for this, but I do see a lot of MagSafe accessories mm-hmm. on shelves and I see people buying them, especially the battery packs. Like yeah. those are everywhere. And again, those charge with USB-C. Yeah. So <laughs> yep. outside of Apple's. So yeah. And they've been shipping um, USB-C bricks for a long time now. Well, they've been shipping them. They've been offering them. Correct. And that's what, and the light, well, they had been shipping lightning to USB-C cables for a while now. Correct. Yeah. They started doing that with the iPhone 12. And the Apple Watch has USB-C uh, terminating end as well. Yep. Yeah. So I really hope it's not a thing. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get clickbait. Yeah. Stuff, I'm sure some but... media outlets will try to take advantage. Yeah. There's people who already decided people are going to be upset. So and same $7.99 price point with carrier activation to save that 30 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. So stupid. Yes. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else in the 15? Um, pricing, I guess, uh, was a nice surprise, right? We were uh, yeah. worried things were going to get more expensive, and they didn't. No. Well, Outside we of- were expecting it for the pros, which uh, we, we still need to dive yeah. into the pros. Okay. 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 I'll, we'll wait. But yeah, yes. so same price for the 15. Yeah. Same I think storage it's a really tiers, good upgrade. no change there. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good upgrade. I really wish 256 was the new baseline for every phone at the same price points, but that's mm-hmm. not happening. Cause, yeah, cause I think storage, it's still okay. It's fine. It's getting maybe there, but yeah, it's. I, I feel like we're not. I feel like we were stuck at 16 gigabytes for a couple years, where it was yeah. legitimately hard to recommend any human <laughs> getting that model. But 128 is fine for most people. 128 is okay. Yeah. I'm still going to get the 256 because I just never want to run out. But yeah. Yeah. My uh, my storage on my 256 phone is uh, currently, um, I've got 39 gigs free. So I would, I'm very happy in the 256 space. I have 157 gigabytes. <laughs> <free>. <laughs> 
Now, I can probably Maybe tell you that year, huh? <laughs> Overcast is probably over uh, downloading stuff. I could probably uh, live in the 128 world if I really needed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, overall. Yeah, Overcast is using I, 57 gigs on my phone. So that's probably, probably doing it. Ooh. Yeah, you gotta you gotta tell it to delete some episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall fifteen biggest update for I think the standard phone in a while. This, these past few years, thirteen, fourteen has been very yeah. Lame. Fourteen, fourteen was maybe the smallest update year over year I think I've ever seen. Yeah, um, from Apple. So yeah, this was a good update. This is a very good update I yeah. think for this line. In Dynamic Island, everywhere Let's have those apps start using that more. Yep. Yeah, last year that was that was we were wondering is that going to be like a pro only thing yeah. for a while? And no, thank goodness. That's great. So it's I love standard. the Dynamic Island. Everyone should have it. Yep. Um, titanium, which seems cool. Um, lightest pro model ever <laughs> was their uh, pitch, and that's how they opened with the 15 Pro. Is just this titanium. That's what it's all about. Um, mm-hmm. Thinnest borders ever. By a little bit. A little by the tiniest margin <laughs> yep and it's using grade five titanium and of course they say it's used on the mars rovers of course they do yeah <laughs> and uh we've got all sorts of different shades of of titanium here we've got white silver natural <laughs> black and blue <laughs> they're kind of all the same one could say yeah i think they look better than the renders we saw early yeah there's a little more variation but it's definitely what shade of gray do you want (laughs) and and i think we both agree that natural titanium is the one true answer if you're wanting the best (sighs) yeah don't don't use any of the the coating stuff just do the natural let that metal shine through yeah although for listeners you should buy the other colors <laughs> so we can get ours <laughs> without delay. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm always worried about buying the popular color. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That that is the thing. Uh, but the Titanium, it just looks nice. Um, it's the same as the Apple Watch Ultra, so if you matched there. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, kind of bummed by the colors, but yeah. I, I will still be upset about it, but... I don't know how many years I can get super upset about a thing they seem I, to clearly I, believe in. I wonder if the natural will feel different in the hand from the coated one. Mm. It must, right? The coating must add some kind of feel to it. Maybe. That's a good question. Yeah. Should probably buy two of them. Right. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you can ship the extra to me if you got an extra. You know, okay. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll do the, do the YouTuber thing. I'll yeah. buy them all and then return them Absolutely. two days later. And, uh. <laughs> um, but titanium looks great. I, I just, I want them to make a gold titanium next year. You can infuse it with gold, get some gold dust. You put in there as well. You know, that'd be that, literally use gold dust. They said they used recycled gold and yeah. some of the parts, put some gold dust in there. <laughs> Yeah, a gold one of these would look really good in this lineup, actually. It would. That'd be that'd be a good one. Because I'm a sucker for the gold. I got the gold watches ever since the Series uh, Zero. I got the gold aluminum there and have been gold ever since. 
and got the gold uh, watch. The gold aluminum. Okay. Phew. Not the gold edition. Oh, no, no. Not since $10,000. <laughs> no, I held out. Uh, I did not get the Apple Watch at launch. I got in the fall when they added the gold aluminum. That's what put me over the edge for the Apple Watch initially. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm eBaying the gold um, the real original gold editions. One? They're yeah. hard to find Those. on eBay. They show up every now and then, and they're still insanely they priced. Are. Huh. They're still insanely priced. They're pretty rare to show up there. I have seen them occasionally. Ooh, yeah, I've got one listed here for seven thousand dollars. Oh, it's a steal. <laughs> it's only two Vision Pros, right? Yeah, and this one doesn't run any <laughs> software. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and they mentioned it's a fourteen-hour process to make the PVP coatings and stuff. So in my mind, the natural ones should actually be cheaper um, by that logic, right? You should have a little, <laughs> little discount there. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the next thing, uh, the action button. They, they, they showcase that they, we're finally getting rid of this switch that has been with iPhone since day one, and we're making it even better. So by default, mm-hmm. you click and hold this button, and it gives you haptics to tell you you're changing from you know silent to, to ring. Or you can use shortcuts or um, a bunch of other built-in features. Yep. And I'm not sure if shortcuts will be able to do, mo- you know, contextually aware things. Like, at nighttime, do this shortcuts feature. I'm sure Matthew Castanelli will be figuring all that stuff out. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll be digging in. Um, yeah, this is... I wonder if focus modes could do something with this, or if you could, like... Oh. You're right, because that's the sort That'd be cool. I mean, like, if you're in this is... focus mode, do this, this action. Yeah. If I'm at work... I want this. If I'm in travel mode, I want translate. If yeah. it's after 8 p.m., I want flashlight, right? Yeah. Like that That sort of thing would be totally. kind of cool. That would be neat. That's probably an iOS 18 or 19 update, though. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, or maybe the shortcuts gurus can uh, put together some 5,000-line shortcut that they can share with people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it looks nice, and I, I like that they set it so that it seems like a quick tap doesn't do anything, but you have to hold down which is very smart. for it to perform the action, which yeah. is good. So no, reduces the odds of accidental uh, inputs. I love a double tap ability as well here. Yeah, is it only? Can you double tap? Um, I do not know. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's been announced yet. Yeah, kind of like the accessibility thing. Like a double tap is this, a triple tap is this, like on the back of the phone. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, I mean, it's a 1.0. It's the initial release. I think it's fine. They'll see what people do with it. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure we'll get updates that add some of the things that are missing. Yeah. They mentioned so you can I, I'm excited the camera with this thing or flashlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, A17 Pro chip. So Bionic is dead. No more Bionics. Dead. Garbage. Garbage. Throw it away. <laughs> A17 Pro, which kind of goes along with the um, Pro, the Max, the, the the Mac naming of chips a little bit. which It leaves some space for a iPhone Ultra next year, right? Oh. Another chip even. That's a good even. point. A, A18 Ultra chip. Because they could, not, they could do different variants. And there's no A17 standard chip, so they could introduce that next year with the iPhone 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. iPhone Studio. Whatever you want, right? Yeah, <laughs> this is the world's first three nanometer chip, according to Apple. You know, you know what that is though. That's the iPad. The iPad is the iPhone Studio, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, yeah, three nanometer chip, um, which everything's tired together, I guess. 
it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people people are excited about the the size, which is good. And uh, it seems like they've leaned into um, uh, battery life on it. So perfor- so not just not just performance improvements, but actually improving the battery. Is it marketed be as very happy better with. battery life than last year's models? I, I'm on the spec page. Oh, it actually says it's the same. Yeah, that's what I thought. The oh no, which is surprising to me. Maybe, maybe in real world, it actually gets better battery life than 14 because people were not happy with the 14, yourself included. I hope so. Yeah, I'm. I've. I've I'm definitely one of those who was disappointed in the 14. I came from the uh, 12 mini, so life. anything after that is just. Like, <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> yep. Uh, so well, but yeah, but yeah. you know, more more performance, which is fine. You know, if you only keep your phone for a couple of years, it's fine. But it, it, it doesn't matter. But if you keep it for longer than that, then the performance is going to pay yeah. off. They did a lot with games this time as well. They, they talked about like ray tracing. They showed off some console games. Consoles. Those are big push. Console games come to iPhone. Ace, yeah, Assassin's Creed Mirage is early next year. The Division Resurgence is mm-hmm. early twenty twenty four. Is Resurgence a console game or is that a new game? Um, I didn't see that one. So I know there's I'm not the, familiar with that game though. I know there's the, like Division Two, which has been out for a while. I wasn't sure if Resurgence was. Oh, the Division Resurgence. That's a new game. It's a new game. Okay. Pretty Coming sure. Coming on the yeah. PS5 and consoles. Maybe. Okay. This is this is genuinely the first time I've heard of that game. Yeah, I've not heard of this one. <laughs> but um, yeah. Vill- your favorite game in the world, Resident Evil Village, is coming to iPhone, as well as the 4 Res- remaster, which 4 yep. came out to both Xbox and PlayStation, or was that a PlayStation exclusive for consoles? Uh, that one came out, yeah, PlayStation and Xbox, okay. as uh, and PC, and Mac. Okay, so oh, no, no, sorry, not Mac. That's Village. I'm mixing them up. Yeah. But yeah. And so- 4 is coming to PSVR 2 as well uh, at some point soon. Nice. Yeah, yeah, the VR mode. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going to have to try it and see how they made it work. <laughs> I'm yeah, curious. It's 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 great. I just have I have no use of this stuff cuz like I'm always going to want to <laughs> play on my PlayStation or yeah. I want those trophies. I want I'm just going to that's where I play my games. I guess if I'm in the middle of nowhere with no internet, this is great so I can load on some of these games to have. Yeah. Um, the novelty of it is going to be interesting, but Yeah. Yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend playing these games. I'd still rather have this stuff on, on my iPad if it's going to come to mobile. And do you think this stuff will run on the M1 chip? Like, it seems like it should, but does this A17 Pro have stuff the M1 doesn't? Maybe? I would hope so. Because you can run... Um, yeah, they've got a... They've Village got a, runs on the M1 Mac, right? It does. It runs surprisingly well, too. So hopefully... Village and these games also run the M1 M2 iPad Pros. I would hope that'd be great. Because that's yeah, you they, they showed pairing a dual sense with your iPhones. Like, who's doing that? They're screaming <laughs> so much further away. Like, it makes sense with an iPad, you know, or Apple yeah. TV. But yeah, maybe if you got like a little like phone holder to put on the controller, right? But, yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they showed like ray tracing functionality. They talked about metal FX subscaling, which yeah. is kind of their version of DLSS or FSR. And it was very weird. Like I felt like I was watching like a digital foundry video. It looks great. <laughs> I'm, I looked at, I was watching this on my 27 inch um, a gaming monitor from Sony. Um, mm-hmm. Same one you have. And Same one I have. It looked yep. like I was looking at the console games. Like it didn't look 
bad at all. I'm not sure if this right. is real footage or not from the actual iPhone. It usually is. They're they're usually pretty honest with the footage. Because I know so. when Switch upscales to a big screen, it generally doesn't look great. Because like when you make a mobile game, not. when you make a mobile game and blow it up, it's stretching out a smaller image, and this looks great. Mm-hmm. So it'll look even better on a small screen. Exactly. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very weird day. I pray that my Mac App Store purchase of Village carries over as like oh a, right yeah the same app or whatever probably won't <laughs> but yeah be great you can't transfer save files from ps5 to mac or anything like that right it's all self i don't think so no yeah. cloud sync okay sadly yeah some games have like their own um like ub connect or whatever mm-hmm. um, yep there was a an original 128k mac in the background of the section which i thought was just very humorous <laughs> during the chip talk mm-hmm. they have that back there for always fun how, yeah how far we've come <laughs> i know right yeah and there was an iPod Hi-Fi at one point in the presentation as well. The goat. You know, as we transfer away from lightning, let's bring back the iPod. Like truly, having a lightning connector on in the video, just just a, a slap in the face. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I know, right? Bring up that old. Uh, twice faster neural engine for this new chip. It's got an AV1 decoder for decoding video better, which I'm not sure how... Uh, Is that a problem? <laughs> that yeah, I wasn't sure on that one. Yeah, unclear the value there. And then my favorite thing during this whole chip presentation was was this, Matt. This new chip, uh, the A17 Pro, supports USB 3 up to 10 gigabits. And I'm 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 wondering myself here. This um, A17 Pro supports USB 3. The iPad Pro in 2017 with a Lightning connector also supported USB 3. This is in 2017. I'm looking up now what chip the iPad Pro from 2017 ran, but it's 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 kind of remarkable that this isn't Thunderbolt or 3.2, but literally the same speeds we had in 2017 <laughs> on our iPads. Um, so the iPad Pro 20, uh, 2017 had on it the A10X Fusion chip. So that wow. that X part of it, the three speed, <laughs> those extra like, GPU cores, <laughs> right? Uh, it's the most baffling thing in wow. the world that they've never done lightning USB three outside of that one generation of iPads. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was so that they could have the slide today where they're like, our USB connections <laughs> or speeds are twenty times faster than last year's phone. It's like, well, <laughs> they've been that fast since like. 2012 so yeah you just refuse to improve it ever (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh they also mentioned they're using usb3 uh with capture one app so you can live capture photos or videos to your mac yep Yep. so this is a feature that basically all the photo editing apps like lightroom does this as well you can basically wire up or some do it wirelessly even mm-hmm. you can wire up your camera your real camera and then as you're shooting it's immediately saving them into your photo library so someone else can start working on them or they're just instantly transferred so they're used a ton on photo shoots like in uh studios so if you're using a phone in that yeah. uh, scenario that's that should slot in pretty well that's really cool and you can also record ProRes to external drives at 4k 60 
which that's huge. Yes. So you don't need to buy like a one terabyte iPhone so to just hook up to a drive. You only does 17 terabytes. And <laughs> you won't even need to use USB. Well, you'll use USB 3.0 for the recording, but I was going to say you don't need the long transfers at that point. Yes, that's true because it'll just be uh, it'll just be happening. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, I, I I do a lot of video stuff, and I tried using ProRes on my mm-hmm. phone. It just wasn't worth it. AirDrop the would time out. Just waiting all day to do your video. Yeah, AirDrop would take like over an hour to transfer a short video, and it wouldn't even it would like give up because like AirDrop has a maximum time apparently, <laughs> or it did a couple years ago. Um, and then the wired connections were just it felt like being on a spinning hard drive again. It was yeah. so so painful. So and, never did again. So yeah. it was great. And this supports log encoding and the ACES format for color workflows in Hollywood. This is a big deal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You can shoot in, if you shoot in log, that helps you get better dynamic range okay. um, out of your video. And then you can uh, basically run it through some LUTs and uh, get it into looking more normal. Yeah. A natural sensor. It's a second generation 48 with large, it's a larger sensor. And I love this. They're having this reduced lens flare, like coating on the different lenses this time. I think it's a coating, but this has been a problem for a while of lens flare forever, forever. Yeah, yeah. At least I think it's when they at when they started doing multiple lenses because I think what you're seeing is the light reflecting through like another camera lens, oh, like leaking into yeah, this one. Maybe. I think that's what I've heard. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, yeah. but it is so annoying when you're shooting like at night. I like you yeah. get like those weird highlight like artifacts it's it's not fun so that'd be cool if those are improved yeah and we're getting seven different uh lenses so to speak focal lengths within this camera system (laughs) big quotes lenses (laughs) yes some of them are digital you know artificial ones but as we spoke earlier the 2x is a very good lens in my use it's true it's true i think apple does a good job with this stuff even though it's not as john syracuse would probably say the genuine artifact or the the real thing. <laughs> and, yeah and some people's brains just i'm gonna just shoot in 48 and that's what it's gonna be um and yeah, i want to look at that yep. interface because did they switch it no it still is 1x 2x 3x i was wondering if they had switched it to like showing you the millimeter equivalents like the lens yeah it's weird how do they display of... this because there's macro there's 13 24 28 35 48 and 120 if you're talking about the pro max yeah, but in the interface, it looks like it's still 0. 0.5, 1, 2, and 5 now instead of 3x. Um, huh. So, yeah, I wonder how you easily... And you can, like, you can like set something as the default now as well. So 2x yeah, could be your I'm, default mode. Yeah, I'm very excited about that because I often like to zoom in a little bit more um, right. as my default. So it'll be cool not to have to do that every single time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm curious how that's implemented, uh, with all these different, yeah, these, uh, aperture distances and stuff. Um, and third party apps must be chomping at the bit to (laughs) see how this works and how they can make their apps even better now too. Yeah. And the pro max, it's getting a five X, um, five X. Yes. Not six X with 120 millimeter at five X, 25% larger sensor. And it's using a tetraprism design, which this design seems to only go in the little sensor array. It, in my mind, the reason the Pro Max was getting this was because it's going to go up and down the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not happening. 
So it seems like this design could easily yeah. fit into the Pro. Yeah, I do wonder about that too because it's not the Periscope kind of internal design no. that other like Samsung is doing. Because the Periscope goes up and down the whole phone, right? Or a lot of it. Yeah, more. Yeah, some of the phone. So yeah, Tetraprism. But yeah, yeah. Hmm. It looks interesting. I don't think it's enough for me to want to go Max um, for just that. But you're, you're current, it'll be interesting you're to see what people right now. I'm a big phone user right now, but I'm trying to recover. <laughs> oh, you're gonna go down a size. I'm gonna go down a size. Yes. Okay, so it'll be it'll much lighter then. <laughs> Significantly lighter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and we did. You did have a look before about the lightness changes here. It's about nine times lighter for nine percent, nine percent lighter, nine percent lighter for the Pro Phone, eight percent lighter for the Pro Max. Yes. So that's significant, but not like it's not like half as light or something crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it it, it seems like it'd be enough to notice. Yeah, you'll, um, I think you'll definitely what, notice it. Yeah. What I don't think you'll notice is the smaller width and height that they talked about. Yeah. They talked about reducing the bezel size, but keeping the screen the same size, but bringing the bezels in. Right. It's less than a millimeter on each side. You'll just so, notice the curved edges so it won't feel as harsh in your hand. The curved edges will help. Yeah. yeah. So, and it is a little thicker as well. So, that a very small amount, but yeah. once again, they are thicker. Yeah. I'm better than low light with this thing here. This camera system. And uh, to end, uh, at the very end, they announced something that uh, I did not expect. Uh, I guess I should have. Um, this camera system shoots spatial video, Matt, for the Apple Vision Pro. And yes, I'm, both it does. A- I'm both angry but also very ecstatic that this can be done because <laughs> I really want everything I shoot to be in spatial video because that's, I think, going to be amazing to just relive these memories. Uh, Especially mm-hmm. with the, a newborn in the house, um, but yeah, I'm still. Yeah, you've uh, got incredible timing for this new uh, sort of video. Yeah, <laughs> and mm, yeah, wow, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, but that's great. It's it's exciting. Yeah, um, it is, and it, it's it's the sort of thing. So, I'm going to do a slight victory lap because on WWDC, the day of the keynote, I was like, wouldn't it be cool? If yes. the iPhone 15 Pro this year could shoot spatial video. Right. So when you have say like, the Apple Vision Pro, you have all this content already. You'll have all this content already. And people were like, no, it's impossible. They'd have to separate the lenses more. And I was like, I think they can do it. <laughs> so I was cheering in my living room when yes. they announced this. I'm not going to have a Vision Pro on day one, but I'm so happy. You say that now, Matt. Could, it makes sense. You say that now. I have been threatened with near divorce. <laughs> oh, you brought this up. So, so we will see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> How dedicated to the Apple fandom am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just need to shoot a bunch of spatial videos of the cute little puppy. And then that will be your yeah, selling point. That's true. And I'll be like, how how do we watch this video? Exactly. You want to appreciate this video. Exactly. Yeah. I got the headset. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, yeah. Because the lenses seem like they're arranged the same as the 14 Pro. It seems like the spacing, nothing's different, but they're doing some kind of trickery to to capture this stuff. It's using the main sensor and the ultra wide to capture this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I would suspect kind of like what they're doing. We talked about the 
photos where you can it's capture it's like doing it's figuring out depth and letting you refocus after the fact Uh, i wonder if they're able to get some separation from the like inch between the lenses yeah and then they're able to use software to kind of like enhance yeah and kind of give you a guess an estimation i bet you the video you take on the vision pro headset will look better because it's me too for this will get you something right because 12 megapixels that's 4k is it uh ish okay (laughs) you can it's it's bigger than 4k a little bigger than 4k i think okay yeah because i know the vision pro as you're capturing two video things in 4k but separations be much better there so yeah i would imagine it's me better on vision pro those videos but the convenience factor is you'll have so much more of these videos than the vision pro Mm -hmm. captures yeah i am looking forward to 4k is Mm 8.2 k okay i am looking forward to vision pro as a camera thing from time to time because it'll be hands-free uh being able to you know trying to trying to shoot some videos where you need your hands that's that's gonna be a good scenario for some stuff um yeah and i you could maybe even uh use the uh, double pinch for the apple watch to remote start and stop the video on oh, your there you go. <laughs> headset I, I yeah i'm curious if i can record stuff with the headset on a stand type thing i want that to be a a, a feature mm, yeah yeah i don't know will it stop functioning when it's off ahead like yeah, how apple watch kind of right. stops doing things when uh you take it off your wrist yeah i, don't know. I would like that to work because that'd be cool to just kind of have it set up for some stuff but Mounted on a tripod. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there'll be a whole market for this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I was super, I was super excited when they announced. It's like, oh. But at the same time, I was like, uh, T-Mobile. I'm still got this year left, maybe from the 14 Pro. I, uh, I don't know if they'll let me swap my phone out. Probably not. Or if it is, it's a bunch more money. It's like, I'm, it's like I already said. I already, you know, I'm getting the Apple Vision Pro next year, early next year. I don't have extra money to just toss around right now. So I'm probably yeah, you're buying even three iPhones right? <laughs> early next year, effectively. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. So even with this feature, the one feat, this is uh, the night before this event, the one feature, I said, the one feature I'm waiting for to upgrade is spatial video capture. And they announced it. They so. did it. <laughs> um, but I can't upgrade this year. So uh, this that's, be, this that's absolutely. Yeah. Be- yeah, that's the sort of thing someone says when they're like, I'm going to talk myself out of it. So here's an impossible thing. <laughs> exactly. And then it happens. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yes. But, uh, but yeah, um, this is this, this seems huge. I, I No spatial images, just videos, it would appear. That was at least their wording. I, yeah, I believe I believe so. I had actually forgotten spatial images were a thing on the Vision Pro, but yeah, they are. You can just do still frames, which okay. seem less cool, but still neat. Um, okay, yeah. So, but yeah, um, I'm very curious how big these video files will be, um, and it'll be fun to compare this file size between these and Apple Vision Pro captured videos as well when that launches. Um, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I also There's a wonder, lot of questions. Yeah, I also wonder, Matt, what these video files will be like if there will be some program on the Mac to convert these to 3D standards so you could output these in a way that you could play them elsewhere. Hmm. Because that'll, that'll probably not from Apple. Probably not from <laughs> Apple. I wonder if a third party. This is a third party opportunity, as they say. Um, yeah, you might be able to. 
Hmm. Yeah, I wonder what this yeah, data like, it, what the structure of this file is like, you know. It's very um, weird. Like this whole, it's. I know they didn't like, this isn't the Vision Pro, Vision Pro's podcast. Yeah. But it is very interesting how the Vision Pro has, is making us think about things that we didn't have to think about before. Like I had a pretty good <laughs> grasp on video quality and image, yes. like all this stuff, like, but like these questions about like, what will the file size be? Can you convert it? Will it work with other things? Like, how does this, I don't know yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's right? very, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's exciting. Um, yeah, it's just a, a new phase, Yeah, which is cool. And then uh, the new pro phones have 6E and thread support. I don't know. Thread has always been like a accessory thing. I'm not sure what the benefit of thread is on the phone. I guess when you're in the house, it helps stuff talk better together. In theory, I still <laughs> don't understand thread and uh, matter and how they're different. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've heard I've seen a million explanations. I still am totally get. It. Yeah, and then these come out on uh, September twenty second. Yes, which is like a week from Friday, I think. Yep. So pre orders this Friday, delivery and pickup the following Storage Friday. Storage sizes are the same, and the rumor was the phones are getting more expensive. But actually, what's happening is just the Pro Max is losing the one twenty eight gigabyte capacity, and starting at two fifty six. Same price as the one I got last year. Um, just there's no 128 option, which that seems like the best way to do a price hike is just like, okay, just like same storage. Uh, that lower one doesn't exist. Um, yeah. If you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. Yeah. It's a little frustrating maybe, but yeah. for some people, but it's, I mean, it's better than it could have been. <laughs> yeah, and this is um, the price. This is the storage tier that is like the easier one to do because once you get the five twelve, I think it's like a two hundred dollar upgrade versus just the one hundred, the two fifty six. Yeah, it's two hundred more for five twelve and another two hundred for a terabyte. Yeah. The one hundred jumps are easier than the two hundred jumps uh, for sure. Yeah, you can. Anyone can justify a hundred dollar jump, but absolutely <laughs> a two hundred dollar one. Ooh, yeah, we're, yeah. We're we're talking about and more no now. two terabyte iPhone yet. Even with all no, I feel like videos. that was, yeah. I feel like that was rumored, but yeah. and then uh, the, I guess I'd have to start. So two fifty six. Like the last thirty seconds of the show was just nonstop for me. We had spatial video announced, and then the big thing I've been yelling at Apple for a while here is uh, my two terabyte plan has been maxed out for a long time. I had this. I I own two different two terabytes plan. One for half my family. One for everyone but me, and then one for me. Um, so we have uh, four terabytes in the house with two different plans going on. Uh, you'll now be able to have a six terabyte plan for thirty dollars a month, ten dollars more than the. Wait, is that right? Is two ter two terabytes? Is that one? Is that ten dollars? I think actually. Might be. Um. So it's thirty bucks sorry. for six terabytes and sixty bucks for twelve terabytes. Um, which that seems pretty, pretty good price wise. Yeah. I mean, the numbers are getting pretty astronomical, but, uh, iCloud pricing is usually pretty competitive. So this is, this is about spot on, but I'm so glad there's these plans exist. Cause like videos are getting bigger. We're getting more photos and Apple is being very stubborn with like, this is it. There's no options. And like, 
uh, you know, if you have an iPad Pro that's two terabytes in size and you use all that space and it all backs up to iCloud, that's your entire plan right there for two terabytes. Yep. <laughs> that's it. I'm I'm looking up how much uh, Google charges, but it's not easy to find the upgrade. No. Page. So. Yeah, and it's still unclear totally how this will factor in the Apple One Premium if anything will be changed there, but probably not. Yeah, that's... That's the other reason I'm struggling is I have Apple One, so I'm not exactly sure how much <laughs> the uh, storage portion specifically costs. Yeah, yeah but um, I'm so glad these exist, and I'll probably be utilizing these. I got to look at the pricing if it if it is cheaper than what I'm currently doing. It may not be if it's ten bucks for a, a two terabyte plan, and I just have the four terabytes that we're good with for now. But it's good to know that yep. these are around if I want to unify in the future. Or um, start using even more data, which uh, I'll try not yeah. to. Yeah. So it looks like uh, Google has five terabytes for twenty one dollars a month. Okay. So that's pretty good. So that's pretty. And if you want fifteen terabytes, fifteen terabytes is three hundred a month. <laughs> oh, and twelve terabytes is just sixty. So it seems like that's much better if you're at the higher yeah. end, right? This seems almost crazy. Yeah, Apple's pricing <laughs> seems better than Google's uh, would appear, even though, yeah, I'm tired. Um, how are you in iCloud space? Are you uh, close to You know, I, I, ha- <clears throat> I hadn't checked it in a long time, but I'm also on the two terabyte um, plan, and I'm currently using 1.2 terabytes. So I've still got some time. But yeah, one, I've got 760 gigabytes of photos and videos alone. So yeah, I'm at 1.7 terabytes, and that's just me. My family's on a different plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my backups are Excellent. 611 gigabytes. Most of that being my iPad. So wow, I'm I'm working through ferrites and trying to clean that up a bit to reduce. Yeah. Okay. This is. The iCloud storage page in your settings is a scary place. Isn't it? I have 400 gigabytes of documents, only 40 gigs of backups. But what are those 400 gigs of documents? <laughs> that files at me. It's filled up. Yeah, I got to check this out. <laughs> and then um, the OS's launch uh, pretty close to each other this year. The Mac is on September 26th. And iOS and iPad and the watch, I presume, is on the 18th of September. So coming up very soon here. Um, so the 18th is a little bit less than a week from the day. Next Monday, and the 26th is two weeks from the day, the 26th. So um, that's all good to hear. That's good, yeah. It's good to see the Mac not being delayed a month or two like it sometimes is. Yes, often. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I any any final thoughts here on uh, Wonderlust? Um, final thoughts. I was relatively happy with the update. <laughs> I feel like it was a linear increase in interest as we went on. I thought the watch stuff was kind of whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's coming from the perspective of someone who has the previously newest watch. Right. Um, yeah. The iPhone 15 was pretty good pretty solid update Mm -hmm. and then the pro phones i thought added kind of what um i would have wanted so it looks like a good update uh, for the phones for sure and then 
not controversial, but just kind of minor for the uh, Apple Watches. And you're excited to upgrade to the Pro, the smaller Pro this year. I'm super excited to get a smaller phone. I am. I do a lot of jogging is my kind of exercise of choice. And, and are you telling me you run so with the, the phone? Yeah. You have an ultra watch. <laughs> Why does bring your watch? Uh, podcasts, camera. <laughs> the camera I get, but the, the, the podcasts run great in the watch. I, I, I run <sighs> podcasts all day long in the watch. It's great that way. I, I use the I, Outcast I not had as good as an experience. The Outcast <laughs> app is where it's at for the watch. Okay. But okay. yeah, it's a little, it's a separate thing. You got to like download them there and it's, a you have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but anyway, yes. anyway, so I okay, bring that yeah, yeah. phone with me and that is just a big weight in yeah. my like shorts as I run and it's, it's not fun. Your pants have <laughs> not, uh, dripped down as you're running yet. <laughs> they drifted. Yes. <laughs> Fallen. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. That thing is heavy. That is like a brick. Yeah. It is like a brick. Yeah. So the smaller phone will be very exciting. Nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll miss the uh, 5X lens, but I probably wouldn't use it that much. Right. So it'll be the majority of the time I'll enjoy the smaller size. So I think I'll be happy. And you're sticking with 256. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. Okay. I'm not. I mean, as we pointed uh, out, you will, aren't but... using the, the full capacity of that quite yet. Yeah, but we'll see i feel like i'm you'll be I'm captured by those yeah you'll be capturing 24 megapixel images going forward yep yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i'll probably get the 256 i really the anytime my phone it hasn't done it in years but any, i have just horrible memories of like trying to install an app or do anything on my phone and it's like you're out of storage delete and like i can't do it again yeah. <laughs> so it'll probably be 256 yeah cool Today was a cheap day because I'm not getting anything. And hopefully next year we get the gold titanium and even better spatial uh, video capture with a imp- much improved uh, ultra-wide sensor or something like that. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'll am i be uh, looking eagerly over at everyone upgrading, but I'll just know Apple Vision. I'm just going to get you day one, and uh, that's going to be an expensive purchase, and I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that hold, hold out. That one's going to be the big one. <laughs> yes, because I'm sure I'm going to want to get some cases from Apple Vision Pro, and like it'll be a, a little, you know, yeah, be a thing. <laughs> Anyways, well, um, any I guess um, besides the the hardware, you're excited for all the the OS launches. Are you doing a Watch OS 10 uh, review this year? As you uh, are the watch guy in my mind. Um, uh, thank you, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't plan on doing it. Oh, okay, <laughs> watch which is kind of a shame because Watch OS ten is a uh, it's a big one is a pretty substantial update. It's I think it's the most notable update of the kind of major operating systems they've got this year. So yeah, it'll be a good one. But I'll let everyone else kind of stress out about reviews over okay. the next like week <laughs> and yeah. just relax. Yeah, I'm very excited for all the interactive widgets to start the hit and the widgets and the watch the hit that go yeah. down there. That's going to be a lot of fun. With yeah, the, those will be good. Up. Yeah, standby mode, standby widgets will be great to have because I've only had apples all summer, but it's still a great feature. Standby mode is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, where can folks find your awesome blog and uh, videos and all that? Yeah, you can uh, find me on YouTube. It's probably the best place these days. Uh, it's... A Better Computer, uh, where I do a lot of videos about tech stuff. Just launched uh, what I'm considering the season two 
of the channel. So trying to upgrade everything, try to talk about things that are more timeless <laughs> and up the video production quality. Um, so a couple of those are there from the past couple of weeks. And uh, I've been writing a blog for 13 years um, at birchtree.me. So tons of stuff there if you just want random thoughts about uh, tech and a little bit of politics here and there. But <laughs> yeah, very cool. Well, thank yeah. you so much for your time. This is always a fun, uh, fun thing to do to kind of gather our thoughts after Apple events. Yeah, these are these are always great. So always happy to talk to you. Well, that's my discussion with Matt all about the Wonderlust event. Make sure to check out Matt's work over at www.birchtree.me. My thanks to Matt for his time recording, and my thanks to you for your time and attention tuning in. As a reminder, you can support the show by trying out Agenda. Learn more at www.agenda.com. My thanks again to Agenda for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. You can get early access to both iPad Pros and Vision Pros by subscribing at patreon.com slash iPadPros or in Apple Podcasts. With that, I'll talk to everyone again real soon.